Chad Holmgren um, needs to gain 40 pounds, and he's probably top 10 in the league. But then you can't call him the Twin Towers. All right, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Get On It podcast, where we get on it and get it on. This is week four, and we're back with Brett Vital and Michael Whita, and we have a special guest this week, Billy. Billy, how's it going? Good, guys. How are you doing? Thanks Thanks for having me on. Good to talk to you guys. Of the course, local, local big shot journalist over here. <laughs> I was going to say, this, is, this isn't just anyone. This guy, uh, This guy's legit at this profession. This is the Billy. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, we're still working our way up, but thank you guys. Um, we getting started with football. Let's do it. Um, we had a lot happen this week. Had the trade deadline. Had some uh, lovely firings of uh, Josh McDaniels, <laughs> uh, their GM, whose name I already forget, Zeigler. Some shit like that. Dave Ziegler, yeah. Ziegler. Their OC got fired. Quarterback got benched. And guess what? They still beat the Giants. Yeah, by like 24 points. Let's go! Dude, fuck it. The Giants team of the year, baby! I'm sick and fucking tired of this fucking team. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Like, uh. Dude, the Giants flatline. Like, they, they just don't have it. They should just pack it in. I, I mean, dude, it's like, oh my god, Danny Dimes is out for the season now. But it's like, that wasn't he wasn't gonna do shit. Like, before yeah. before we get into the games, how about we talk about the trade deadline, right? Sure. Right. We, we had a couple big ones. We had Chase Young and Montez Sweat absolutely getting shipped off to uh, the Bears and Niners. Niners. Niners are looking terrifying. Um, if Chase Young picks it up. I think they are easily Super Bowl favorites. That is a Nick Bosa and Chase Young is a terrifying D line. I mean, that is those two together. Jesus, they're zero three in their last three though. So yeah, but today. not talking about today. They need yeah, they I, needed to be humble. Did they like, play today? No way they're gonna go. I think they're on a bye. I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, Billy, what are your thoughts on the trade? Yeah, and like you guys said, this is uh this is big for San Francisco because now you can't really double team one or the other. You, I mean, you could you could try, you could still you want to double team Nick Bosa. Now you have Chase Young coming off the edge. You still have all that interior pressure, uh, Javon Hargrave, all the other guys they have that out there. I mean, outside of the Eagles, this is one of the deepest uh, defensive lines. In, in the NFL. Now the question is, can Steve Wilkes figure something out? Because you know he's had some issues over the last couple of weeks, and that defense really has kind of been uh, the biggest reason why you know they've lost three straight. Brock Purdy's you know has taken a step back a little bit, but I think the defense has been more of an issue. Now that you have that extra pass rush with Chase Young, now I think uh, you know they're definitely. With Seattle taking a step back, I think you definitely have to like the Niners again as the the favorites again in this in this division. They're going to challenge Philly, I think. Uh, you know, so that game in a few weeks should still be really exciting. Even even next week, I mean, they got the Jaguars, so they got a chance to get after Trevor Lawrence. So I think they'll be 
they'll be back up there, and I think uh, they'll 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 be fun to watch. Well, let's see who else got shipped off. I, Josh Dobbs got Sweat. shipped off. Mo- Mo- yeah, can we talk about Montez Sweat? Yeah, we can talk about Montez. Yeah, the Montez Sweat was like just like I I don't know what the commanders are like doing, but like rebuild mode, pack- baby. Like they're just packing they're it going in, for right? It. But, like, I don't know. A third round pick for wait. Oh no, they got a third round pick for Young. Yeah, third for Young, for, second for Sweat. Second for Sweat. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I I thought they could have got a second for both. I get like Young was on an expiring deal because they didn't pick up his option, which was you know whatever. So he's basically on a prove it with San Francisco, and they don't. There's no risk reward with that. Like a third round pick for him is crazy. And then like Sweat, like Sweat just got paid by the Bears, so like. He doesn't give a fuck whether they win or not. Like, dude just got a bag. What was? Yeah, it? what did he get paid? I think it was four years, ninety-eight mil. Mm-hmm. I think it was like what, like forty guaranteed? I thought I saw. I don't remember exactly what the number was, but yeah, like it was a it was a pretty big payday. Um, another guy who's been like quiet this season only because he's on a shitty team. But you know, he, yeah, I, that I, shitty team just shipped off two of their best players and still beat the Patriots. So I mean, yeah, well. You don't want to talk about that yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, I I guess sure the I I just don't understand the trade from the Bears' perspective. Like, they, do they think they're competing next year? They're not. I yeah, I, I don't, I don't what know. The Bears are doing. I'm not sure what what the goal was. I don't know if anyone has a I, opinion on that, but I don't know what they're I trying to do. So um, I think to me, this is more kind of. They at least have the foundational pieces, right? They they were looking for guys to kind of get off the edge and get after the quarterback, and them giving that was the whole reason too. I think why they gave up that second round pick. They wouldn't have done this if they weren't going to do this extension, right? So at least they have somebody now that they can start building that defense around going forward. Now, you know, obviously we don't know if Justin Fields is going to be the answer or you know what the case might be. They're still look very much looking at the possibility of definitely. I mean, we're looking at a really high chance of a top three pick now coming from Carolina, if not the number one overall pick. And obviously, if you get that top pick, now you're going to sit there and say, okay, do we look at Caleb Williams? Do we look at Drake May? Is Justin Fields still the answer? Because remember, this current regime in Chicago has no ties to Justin Fields. So they would have no problem shipping him off if they don't think. He's the answer. I mean, Tyson Bajan hasn't played horribly the last couple of weeks. Now, chances are they've really simplified the game plan for him. Because, I mean, you're talking a D2 kid just kind of getting thrust in there. But overall, he, he's been, you know, okay. So the Bears are going to be, you know, a really fascinating team to watch, I think, this upcoming season with those two high draft picks. I guess so. If they decide to move, right? Let's say hypothetical, they get they get a number one pick, right? Mm-hmm. And they decide, all right, Fields ain't the guy. Like, what do you think they do? Who who takes a shot at Fields, right? Like, uh, what what team right now is looking at Fields? Like, maybe we could he could come to us and turn us around. Giants. Do you think? I don't think I would. I would, I would like. I would like him on the Giants. I would honestly. I would hope so. I did, even though he's an Ohio State quarterback. In the draft, I did hope they drafted him. Um, I mean, he hasn't been fantastic so far, but I wouldn't mind it, honestly. But at the same time, they just paid uh, 
Daniel Jones, so would they really go out and get another quarterback nah, for next year? There's no way. No. Probably not. Um, well, I'll throw this scenario out of you, too. What if the Giants clean house? Oh, you think they'd move on from Danny? Just like fire the staff. If they, yeah, if they clean house, it's it's possible. We'd have to because... assume uh, Dable's job is safe, though. Is it? I would say so. Uh, I don't it, know. It, I don't know. Getting fired one year after winning coach of the year just sounds crazy. Yeah, but like he's been like they've just been bad this year. Like it, this they almost feels any... like Ben McAdoo all over again. Yeah, one year yeah. wonder, baby. They because they haven't shown any kind of like worth this season. Like they, they haven't had, had any kind of worth this season. That's the the defense has been pitiful. Like the, yeah, but like I, I, the offense has been bad. The defense has been bad. Like even like some of their coaching has just been god awful. Like the play calling is just miserable. Like everything around the Giants organization right now is bad. I, don't I know. know. Danny it's... Dimes was hurt. Sure, Saquon was hurt for the beginning of the season. But like. <clears throat> Saquon's I mean, going next year, I think. I don't think he's sticking around. Didn't they just pay him? No. Nope. Yeah, for a year. Oh, oh. I thought. Yeah, okay. all, all they did was just added like some incentives to his franchise tag. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I can see them moving <laughs> on from him. Like, they're not winning with him, right? Like, they just haven't been winning. And I don't think I, I don't care who you put in there to coach that team next year. I don't think with their current roster, they're in a position to compete, right? Because they moved on from, um, what's his name, Leonard Williams? What the hell is it? Yeah, they yeah, moved him to, to Seattle. Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah, they moved him to Seattle for like peanuts. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just think they're at a weird point where they're like not yet fully admitting to themselves that they're like actively rebuilding, but like they're making the moves to start rebuilding because I, I don't think they believe in that roster either. I mean, I wouldn't. Um, the season's over. It's they're two and seven. Like, <laughs> I mean, crazier things have happened, sure, but like, I, I don't know. I I just don't like where the Giants are at. Um, who else got moved? The, uh, oh, oh, sorry. I, uh, were there any other big moves that anyone could? I mean, Dobbs to? got moved, which was an interesting one. Oh yeah, this is fair. I'm, I'm not sure why. Like Kirk Cousins towards ACL. He he wasn't the starting quarterback though. Well, I I think they benched him because they were trading him. I think that trade happened and like they announced that. No, 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 no. Dobbs didn't start today. Like he was the backup quarterback. Oh, because yeah, he had four days to prepare, three days to prepare. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it just seemed like it just seemed like a weird one. They already because they already had announced that the rookie was starting. I, I think that was they made the move, but they were just they were had to give him I'm time just, to prepare. I think no, he, I just I, think the move in general was weird. I don't. Cardinals lost faith in him. The Cardinals absolutely lost faith in his play, right? Also, like, what do they care? They have Kyler Murray, right? So like Josh Dobbs is expendable no matter what to that. He um, doesn't he, he doesn't matter. They're already losing. It, it's fine. Like the Vikings I, want to pay for him, pay for him. I get that. I bet from the Vikings perspective, was he really the best quarterback on the market? I mean, I guess you really don't want anybody long term because you're getting Kirk coming back, but that would assume that they're going to sign him. Uh, I mean, they just need a bridge, right? Is it yeah, I mean, is is Kirk a free agent after this year or was it next year? It's this year. Yep. This year. After this year. 
So, I mean, what's the free agent class for quarterback looking like this year? That's a good question. I don't actually know. I mean, I will say this while he's looking that up. There are rumblings. You know, I was, you know, I found this from Diana Rossini on The Athletic. It does sound like Minnesota does want to try to bring back Kirk Cousins. Which, of course, is certainly interesting with the fact that he's going to be about 35 years old, coming off an Achilles injury. You know, that's fair. What kind of what kind of money are, are we going to be talking about here? But certainly Minnesota is now not going to be in a position where they can get one of those top draft guys, right? I mean, they're sitting now, you know, Josh Dobbs had that incredible win today uh, or Sunday, if you're listening later in the week, obviously, uh, against the Falcons. Now you're sitting at five and four. They're in a playoff spot right now, actually. For as wild as the season, what are, what are they Vikings, like seven seed? They they would currently be the seven seed. Yep, at five and four, without Jefferson and without Cousins, which is exact. Like yeah, yeah. with everything, <laughs> you know, for a team that started zero and three and one and four, they've now won four straight, and right. they have zero. Well, running game. well, now you convinced me to put in my. And Cam uh, Akers is out for the season now too. Yep. Now you've convinced me to put in my uh, Vikings uh, Super Bowl winner ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the crazy thing. Cam Akers was the emergency quarterback Sunday, too. I love it. That's nuts. That's actually a disgusting thing. Wait, didn't he? No. Wait, I feel like he had an attempt today, didn't he? Or no? No? Yeah, he, he played a little Man. bit and then suffered an Achilles tear. I, I was going to say, I swear when I was looking at the stats, because we weren't watching that game at work today, we put the... Uh, I actually forget what game. Oh, we put the commies game on the laptop. He lined up in Wildcat, is what you're saying. Well, I, I saw he was listed sack. under passer. Yeah, because he took a sack. He ah. took a sack, technically. Wow, Cam Akers taking a TFL when he's lined up at running back and quarterback. Who would have thought? All right. <laughs> Upcoming quarterback free agents are Kirk Cousins, Tannehill, Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, Mariota, Sam Darnold, James Winston, Drew Locke, Mayfield, Minshew, Bridgewater, Tyler Huntley, Josh Dobbs. That is the biggest yawn of a quarterback class. I don't think there's any like. It's certainly guys. one of the quarterback classes of all time. Um, I wonder if they sign Kirk to like a year or two deal and wait for another free agent, wait for a different class. I'm of the opinion that Kirk's their best chance to win. Like if there's, uh, I, I I am a huge now. Kirk believer. I do love Kirk. I just think I think he is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. I mean, he's been in the system, right? Like, yeah, that's his offense. I mean, they got to get him protection. I like this guy gets beat beat up way too much. Like this season was brutal too. To watch Dude, I could, I can't, I cannot name a single player on their offensive line. Not one. Neither, neither could I. I, I couldn't tell you. And and that was one of the big things too with the Vikings today. They lost Christian Darrisaw to injury, so he's been banged up. Um, I mean, I mean, they've had injuries kind of all across the the offensive line this season. So it's been you know, a, a plethora of injuries with the Vikings. So it, it's almost incredible that they're sitting in the position that they are right now, you know, five and four, like Mikey said, without Kirk Cousins now from last week. You haven't had Justin Jefferson in a few weeks, and yet they've won four straight, and they somehow, with Josh jo- Josh Dobbs, who they said didn't even take like a single snap in practice, just went out there on the field and was just kind of making stuff up. They somehow beat the Falcons 
on the road, which is just insane. Because that's a good Falcons defense, too. I mean, that's, that's a Falcons team that became really physical on defense and was really over helping overcome what was just a bad offense, and it's, especially at the quarterback position. I was going to say, Desmond Ritter's like the biggest like nag on that team. He's <laughs> not, not able to good. play quarterback. What, 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 did I, what did I say uh, the other week? Did I ask if he was even an NFL quarterback? Like, does yeah. he even look like an NFL quarterback? Not this. No. <laughs> no. He's been bad. He's been he, real he's bad. Been, uh, he's been I, awful. Like, I watched that London game with the Falcons and Jags. And, like, I just remember, like, two possessions back-to-back. Desmond Ritter just overthrowing a receiver so badly like straight to the safety and it was like I, like at a certain point you can't do that as an nfl quarterback right like i get it you know it's what his second year third year in the league now um second leading the offense but like on a simple slant route you can't throw throw over the receiver's head by like eight yards like it's crazy um but yeah the the falcons actually played better today like they they did not play awful today. They just no. honestly got unlucky with that. I mean, um, yeah. At this point, I guess we should probably get into uh, today's slate of games. Um, we had the our first Germany game of the year, Dolphins Four. Chiefs. Uh, yeah. I I never yeah. in my life thought Buccaneers Texans would be a better game than Dolphins Chiefs. <laughs> um. But I, I I don't know. Um, Tua he blew the game. I'm just gonna say it. Um, I don't know if you saw he had Ty, Tyree uh, over the top, oh, wide open, yeah, yeah. and underthrew him, which then led to a turnover, which then led to the end of the game. I'm not saying he played bad all game. I'm saying he threw the end of the game. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't, because I mean, I was working at the time, but I didn't get to see if he was pressured, if he was hit, or if he just missed the throw. But, uh, he's kind of missing a lot today. It was bad, too. Like, it was way behind him. It wasn't even close. And, uh, it was, it was easy touchdown. There was at least, I, there were like three or four yards of separation between the two, and it was only like 15 yards to go. He would have scored. He's too quick. He would have had it. Um, if not easily a first down at the very least. On a I think that was on second and ten or it was on third and ten. It definitely wasn't a first down play. Travis Kelsey once again struggled today. He just uh, wasn't open. Yeah, Taylor Did Swift you? wasn't there. I don't know what you want what you want me to say, but like, I mean like I know You're telling I, me she didn't fly out to Germany. She did not fly out to Germany. Germany. The uh German fans were in absolute agony over it. Um but like I I don't know. That Chiefs offense is like really weird. Like, Raji Rice, like, that first touchdown was crazy. Like, bro, power and you know, he, You know what explains it? I, I just learned today that Matt Nagy is their offensive coordinator. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Yep. I did not know Matt. Everybody, everyone's been wondering why their uh, offense has been looking weird. Matt and, then I, and then I saw who was behind their offense. I was like, oh. I, didn't uh, I, don't, I don't want to point fingers, but, like. I saw that and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." The the Dolphins' offense was so slow to start. Tua missed like a bunch of throws in the first yeah. time, like five or six. Just like it, it, they weren't bad throws, but like 
they were just outside the receiver's hands where like it would hit like off their fingertips and you're like he still wasn't gonna catch that raheem um, was getting stuffed too they it, couldn't yeah. establish a run game till later he did have a good game but it was mainly he got carried by half. his second half performance his first half was the best oh i think at the end of the first half he had like four carries for nine yards or something like that not even I mean that that's last snap was bad, yes, but like the fact that it took the Dolphins offense so long to like show up in that game, it was just like you never I, I didn't really feel like they had a chance until like the very last drive where it was like, Oh maybe, but then they kinda like yeah. stalled out it was, late, and it was like yeah. It was not a good one. But um our first slate of games was kinda crazy. Oh, sorry, I, I do wanna I, I do have a question. Like what yeah. what do we think about the Chiefs right now? Like I don't know how to feel about them if they're like pretenders always, or like if they're, they're always gonna, scary like, like they've it. always they've always see been like it, it feels crazy to not call them contenders but yeah. here's the way i'll put it if they keep playing the way that they have been playing they are pretenders i do not think that they will win a super bowl playing the way that they have played i mean however they're seven and two, they're seven it, and two. yeah no I, I i get that but i don't know uh i don't think they're pretenders though. i think they'll contend and call me crazy, but, uh, but they they've just been they've just looked so sloppy. Yeah. Um they haven't been clean wins, but at the end of the day a win is a win. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, Billy. Yeah, it's it's almost the flip of what we're used to the Chiefs, isn't it? I mean, the offense has been kind of sluggish lately, but this defense has just been outstanding. I mean, you know, um just up just up and down the defense um they're they're just getting after it this is just not something that that you normally see from the chiefs i mean um patrick mahomes was even asked himself by peter king you know kind of about like fixing the offense or or he was asked is this uh the best defense you've ever had in your time with the chiefs and he goes i think we have the best defense in the nfl we'll figure out the offense but he he just raved on the defense and again yeah bottom line seven and two the defense has been clicking um but the the big one comes in two weeks i mean chiefs eagles in two weeks both teams are on a bye next next week that is that is going to be a fun one to watch so uh we'll see if that uh chiefs defense can uh keep going because this will arguably be their toughest test of the season now obviously miami was it was a tough test and kansas city passed it and now you know kind of flipped to miami we've all seen the 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 questions about them and the stat they're uh they're six combined win the six teams they've beaten have a combined like 11 under 500 record or something yeah. like that and the three teams they've lost to are like 19 and six or actually now i guess it's 20 and six because uh after the eagles win so it's like, can can they beat the good teams? You know, I, I still like Miami. I, I still think they're going to be up there. But obviously, this is a loss that's going to sting because now, you know, they're going to have to fight for uh, one of those higher seeds. And then right now, they're fighting for the division title. The Bills and the Jets are right on their heels. So that's going to be, a, you know, these are going to be the games that could come back to haunt the Dolphins. Is it a concern that like Miami's offense is so dependent on Tyreek Hill having like over 100 yards? Like when he doesn't hit a, eclipse 100 yards, they don't win. 
They just don't. Like, it, without him and Tua, like, connecting like that, they just, their offense fizzles so hard because it just opens up so much for, like, Raheem Moster and Achain uh, hmm. on, like, the running game that, like, if Tyreek Hill's not having a good game or, like, if both, or um, Jalen Waddle, right? Because Jalen Waddle's just as explosive on the offensive end. But if those guys are both bottled, like, their offense kind of cripples. And, like, it's a little concerning that, like, they haven't been able to find an answer uh, to some of these, like, better defenses. No, I think that's a valid arg- argument as well. I, they they really are the, the two guys that uh, that have the offense clicking. I mean, you, you hope that Jeff Wilson, you know, I, I'm sure they want to see Jeff Wilson get involved more um, since he came came back from injury. But um, yeah, no, I, I think I think that's a valid argument. If they they can't get those two guys involved, then you know what, what's what's the answer? It's got it's got to be Tua at that point, right? Like, right. Ha- like Tua's got to step up. He's got like, absolutely. All right, if, if these guys are bottled, I have to be the guy to take over the offense and make something absolutely. happen. Uh, and I just haven't seen that from him yet. And I'm not saying he can't, but I haven't. I don't know if that's they're like scripting it that way, where they don't want him like doing that because they're worried about like the injuries or like mm-hmm. what. Because obviously you want Tua there for the playoffs, right? You're not winning without Tua at the quarterback position, right? For the Dolphins, so I get it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm a little concerned. Um, we can move. We can move on to the next game. I, I don't want to beat that horse to death, but yeah. We can. Um. I mean, I feel like we already touched upon the Vikings Falcons. We could we could go over it again if we want to, though. I have um, nothing to add about it. Yeah, I don't know. Desmond Ritter. They scored twenty eight points today, but he still sucks. Or wait, did he play? No, right? It's Heineke. No, Heineke played. Heineke now. I forget. How did Heineke do? Uh, twenty one for thirty eight, two sixty, and a touchdown and a pick. I mean, it was like all right, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Bihan only had 51 yards on 11 carries. Um, what is it with him? Is he on a snap count because of his injuries? Stacked running back room, so he's not getting as many snaps. What is going? I don't watch Falcons games. Like I'll be honest. Uh, but his Smith, snap percentage sucks. Arthur Smith. I, I mean, you know, I, I get they're trying not to forget about uh, Tyler Algier after he had a thousand yards last year. But for whatever reason, on like key parts of the game, like especially when they get like down near the goal line, Bijan is nowhere to be found. I think there was a, at least one possession where the Falcons were in the red zone or maybe even like inside the 10. Bijan was not on the field, I think, for a single play. And so it really Crazy. makes you wonder like why what is going through Arthur Smith's head that he's not using Arguably his best offensive players, but because remember they didn't even have Drake London because he was out no, with an injury. Play. Yeah. He so, where is your best offensive player in, in your key situations? You know, a guy that you spent the top ten draft pick. You know, we always argue. You know, our running backs worth a top ten pick. Well, Atlanta used the top ten pick on the running back, and they're not using him. So. There's a lot of questions to be answered right right now in Atlanta, and that's that's one reason now they're sitting with a losing record after it seemed like, you know, things were starting to click earlier in the season. They had that two and zero start; things were looking pretty good. They were, you know, a couple of teams in that division were starting to look good, but Atlanta was starting to pull away a little bit as like maybe the best team in that division. 
now there's question. Now there's a lot of major questions uh, with that offense. I will say Johnu Smith had his best game as a Falcon today, like five receptions for also, yards and a touchdown. Like, didn't see that coming. But sure. um, what has happened with Cordero Patterson? I have yet to hear his name this season. Yeah, I haven't heard much of him either. Yeah, is he hurt? I, is he just not playing? Up a bit too. Yeah, okay. I, I think he's buried on the depth chart as well. And that, gets, yeah. Um, and la- last thing I heard about Patterson was him being listed as Joker on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. That was the last thing I heard. I haven't even seen him take a snap as a wide receiver. Like I think he, um, I, I, I've I've seen him take some like in some like weird formations, but he's more <coughs> like, uh, almost like right off the tight end than like anything. So he's like weird. Not, and most of those were a run play anyway. So it's not even like he was a receiver threat at that point. Also, but, um, concerning for the Vikings that their leading rusher was Josh Dobbs, a dude who's been on the team for less than a week. Uh, they're running all, all, also they're. Quarterback that got hurt was one of their leading rushers too. Yeah. No, it's bad. Like their running um, game is so bad this season. Yeah, uh, Madison has just proven that he is not a starting caliber running back, in my opinion. He has he not looked good. Carries. He got sixteen. Ca- it's not like he doesn't get the target share. He got sixteen. Carries How many yards did he have? Forty-four. It's a two-point-eight average, bro. It is bad. That that's bad. He has he he has uh ball security problems too. He fumbles a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um. And now with Acres out, there's really not much depth there unless they try to add somebody. But I don't even who know who, who could they add? Get Marshawn Lynch out there, baby. Get him out there. <laughs> bring him, bring him back. Get him out there. Like Leonard Fournette off Buffalo's practice squad. Um, let's see who else do we got Bears Saints Um, I have nothing else to say or nothing to say about this game other than the fact that Taysom Hill is the best tight end in the league he went crazy um, for my fantasy team he's been going crazy for the last four weeks super flex really helps he has done nothing for the first five weeks and has just been going off the last four it's kind of wild to see. Um, what did he do? He caught a touchdown today. He threw a touchdown today. He's just, he's literally everywhere. I always thought he was a product of Sean Payton's offense, but like he's still doing stuff without Sean Payton. He's a, he's, he's definitely a unique one. Um, just I don't a know. Do it all guy. Yeah, no, you, you he is a very unique player. You don't see players like him very often. They scheme him really well too. Like yeah. he just fits really well into like what their bullshit system's trying to do. Well, it, it, it's so funny because every time you see this man line up at quarterback, you go, "Oh, all right, he's gonna keep it," he's and then he run. keeps it, and they still can't stop it. It's still a twelve-yard gain, dude. Yeah, like it, it is crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, other than that, it was kind of a boring game. Um, I mean, Badgett had three picks today, which like isn't great, but yeah, no. I mean, he threw two touchdowns. So, um, and remember too, at least the nice thing with you know the Saints' offense, like obviously Sean Payton's not there, but P. P. Carmichael still is, and you know P. Carmichael and Sean Payton were together for the longest time, so they're still 
that little bit of uh, familiarity with the offense. And, you know, the Saints are getting back to when they get down into the red zone. That's kind of uh, Taysom Hill's area now. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's been really good to kind of see him get back uh, get back into that and be, be that Swiss Army knife that uh, that we used to know and love. Um, Packers shit on the Rams today. Rams looked dog shit today. Matt Stafford didn't play. Um, oh, he didn't. Yeah, that's no. probably why. Stafford who, did not play. That is, he did not. Who played? Uh, uh, Puka did. Puka did play today, though. They had I said Rippian. who played. Oh, Brett Ripien. Holy Rippian. shit, that man's still in the league. That's what I said. When I saw that he was starting, I was like, no way is he still on the team. That's crazy to me. <laughs> That's... Like... Royce Freeman was their leading rusher. Yep. He completed under 50% of his passes. I, I don't even think he got to like 150 yards passing. 130 yards, one interception. Cooper Cup had two receptions, 48 yards. <coughs> finally flopped uh, <coughs> as far as fantasy goes. I think, uh, I think Aaron Jones finally went off. Uh, I wouldn't call it going off. He did. He, he twenty carries, seventy three yards at a touchdown. Is a pretty damn good. He finally returned to like you know decent production for Aaron Jones standards, yeah. right? Like he he's finally like I think getting back into the flow because he he's he was coming off a pretty pretty tough injury, so like he he's been know, struggling this season. Yeah, absolutely, the whole Packers offense has right. Like Jordan Love looked hot for like the first couple weeks, but like cooled off. So quickly, dude. Holy shit. Well, like he, he went, dropped hot metal in the Arctic. He went 20 for 26 to 28 yards and a touchdown today. And so it's not like they've been getting like blown out, blown out. They've, had, they've been in positions to win. But I, yeah. I think the best example was that Raiders game where they were on the game winning drive and he just throws a bad pick into double oh, coverage. Jesus. It's like summed up his decision making has been just lackluster <clears> this season. And I think it was like. You know, he had it in his mind that, like, we were rolling and, like, he can make those throws, right? But he, he he's still young. So, like, obviously... Yeah, I mean, it's his first year starting. I right. think he has looked... For his first year, I think he's looked pretty, pretty bad. He hasn't been bad. That Packers team, I don't think... I like him. Shouldn't, shouldn't have won as many games as they have this season. Uh, and they've had a lot of close ones, too. So, like, they're three um, and five, right? But, yeah, like, they could easily five. be five and three or six and two, you know? Like, it could be the opposite. They haven't... They've been, like, played like two or three close games this season where it was just a bad pick or a bad roll that took them out of it. So, I don't know. I think they're I think they're fine going forward in the future. I think they're okay. Um, yeah, no, I I completely agree with that. Do you have any thoughts on on that matter, Billy? I benched Jordan Love in my one league, and I probably shouldn't have. It's okay. I I dropped him in my super flex for Will Levis this week. So he's been underperforming for me, and I was like, I need a new start. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna throw it on Will Levis. I forget who I started, but yeah. Oh, I I do I do want to know what you guys think of the Rams, like the direction they're heading and stuff, and where you think they should go. They sold their soul for a Super Bowl, and worth it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I don't think they're in hell right now, but I don't think they're looking great for the I future. Do. You think you do? I don't know. I, I like mean, Kyron and Puka. It, it doesn't matter. I, yeah, I, they, they got some nice young pieces, but 
eventually you got to figure out the quarterback position now because Stafford's yeah. been a little banged up. He's getting older. Um, at least they found a way to kind of figure out the defense a little bit because, you know, obviously one of the biggest questions was how are they going to replace Jalen Ramsey? Killer Witherspoon actually hasn't been playing all that bad for the Rams. He's been, he's been making some nice plays. He's quietly been one of the better free agent signings of this season. So there are pieces to build around and at least they're finally going to have a first round pick next year for the first time in like forever. Um, so, I mean, there's a, a little bit of hope going forward, but obviously you've got, you know, some big contracts that you got to deal with, you know, Aaron Donald, obviously is still making all that money. And, you know, the offensive line is still a, a bit of a mess. So, you know, the Rams are in, like, a really weird position, I think. But, like we said, I mean, they, they gave up all that capital to get that Super Bowl, and it was absolutely worth it. I mean, if, if you ask Les Snead if he would do it all again, he'd tell you in a heartbeat. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, he, he it looks like his shirt said, F them picks. I'd sell my firstborn son for a <laughs> fucking Super Bowl, dude. But no question about it. What about the Packers? What do you think the direction they're going in? Do you think Jordan loves the guy for them? Do you think they stick with it? L- loves to. I, I think they're going to stick with him. Um, I, I think the the problems with the Packers kind of run a little more deep than just love. I do like that they gave that money to Rashawn Gary because he has been one of the better pass rushers. In, in the NFL, so he absolutely deserves that, and you kind of, you know, need some kind of foundation because, you know, the, the Packers' defense has certainly been up and down. They're they're uh, they've always been questioned over the last couple of years, but to lock up Gary, I, I think, was huge for them. Um, you know, obviously outside of Christian Watson, you know, there have been questions at wide receiver. I mean, Romeo Dubes had been playing well, and you know, a couple other guys, but. Um, I, I think they're going to stick with Jordan Love. I think they're going to try, you know, LaFleur is going to try to work with him and they'll get pieces around him. Um, and like you said, they've been in a couple of these games, so it's not like they've been an apps uh, like a complete mess. I think they're, you know, they're, they're three and five, but they've been okay at times. And I think, um, you know, I, I think, I think they'll be all right. You know they're they're going to be really interesting to to see where they go, but yeah, I, I think they will stick with Love for at least another year. Um, <clears throat> let's try to steamroll through the rest of these because we're we're looking at forty minutes already, and we haven't even gone on to baseball yet. But <laughs> Matt, uh, you said you don't have much to talk about for baseball, so I mean, um, just the World Series, but yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Commies uh, Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots are bad. They're, they're bad. Mac Jones is bad. It's not Mac Jones, it. baby. Bill's Ooh. fine. I mean, they're gonna keep Bill around, but like, damn, Mac Jones is really not making the case to keep him around. Uh, like, I, they, he's not helping himself. Josh McDaniels made Mac Jones. I don't even think the Commanders wanted to win this game. Like, I, I really don't think they wanted <laughs> to win this game, and they just did. So it's like, sure, whatever. No, Josh McDaniels will not return to the Patriots. Fuck that. What do you That's mean? What do you mean? He, dude, he made Mac Jones his rookie year. All I'm gonna say is Mac Jones is only good his rookie year, and 
who was the OC. Yeah, but we had Matt Patricia last year. Last year doesn't count. If you have Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator, you saw what happened with the fucking Lions, dude. Matt Patricia at head co- any other position besides defensive coordinator is just bad. You don't do it. It's just bad. Stop it. It's don't do it. I, I thought he was pretty good. No. <laughs> Colts Panthers. I mean, Colts are quietly having a decent season. I mean, good for them. They got they got Taylor back from his uh, you know, little contract dispute, and they've won a couple games now. I mean, it, it, Bryce Young's going through some growing pains, sure, right? That Panthers team is so talentless. I, I'm pretty sure his only receiver is Bro, Adam Thielen. They they have Miles Sanders. What are you talking about? He hasn't. Been I haven't heard season. shit about him. Yeah, he, 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 I don't even think he started today. He's been no, he didn't. Chuba started today. Um, oh, was he hurt? No, they're splitting the workload. No, he played. No. no, Hubbard's just been playing better than Sanders. Shit, yeah. Um, yeah. That's sad. I, I, I just read about it before the podcast, actually. They are planning to split the workload. Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean, Hubbard's been playing better than Sanders. Bryce Young had three picks today. I know two of them were, like, pretty bad. I, I didn't see the other one. I only saw highlights of this game, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Colts are 4-5 and five now. Panthers are just vying for... A top pick next year. They they just want Marvin. They're, they're gonna get. They're, they're gonna get uh Caleb. Oh I, yeah, it's I, going to the Bears. I was I gonna say they're gonna get Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. They're definitely. What do you mean? Gonna they, they're gonna they would have run the dual quarterbacks. Out. What do you mean? Oh no. Raiders Giants. Raiders got a win. Cool. Shut the fuck up. All right, next we can Giants skip this bad. one. <laughs> next. Uh, next. I feel like Eagles Cowboys was one of the more important games of the day, right? Because both teams were like looking good as far as like the division race goes and this kind of helps separate the eagles out uh from that like pack so big for the eagles jalen and then they almost threw the game by fumbling at the end i mean yeah uh hurts played pretty well he didn't play like amazing but he did well enough they won their running game like really wasn't there today it was just hurts again mostly i think deandre swift had 40 on the ground big question now is dallas goddard Oh, did he get hurt today? Yeah, he has a forearm injury, oh. went for x-rays, never came back, so... Oh, yeah. Chances are he probably has a broken forearm. Shit. When like, is oh, Dallas shit. Goddard not hurt, though? Like, I swear he gets hurt every year. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But no, this was absolutely a huge swing game in the NFC East because now the Eagles are two and a half ahead of Dallas. They have a head-to-head, 3-0 in the division, 6-0 and now in the conference. So even with the in the playoff standings with the other division leaders, that six and zero right now is is going to be huge. You know, Their best to, record uh, in the NFL, right? Yep, yeah. eight and one. That's what I thought. I thought they were the only eight and one team. Yeah, I yeah. mean they they look good this season. I, there's not much to say about them. Like they've looked a little vulnerable at times, but they find a way to win anyway. So like that's the thing. The way for them to have played the way they have with like so many mistakes and really not feeling like they've played a full game of football so far. And still be eight and one again. It's scary. I mean, that's huge. yeah. I mean, whatever. Giants are still sweeping them this year. Like, oh, and <laughs> we never talked about Thursday's game. Sick. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was a shit fest. Brett and I watched that thing. Holy what? hell, was I bored? Oh my god. <laughs> I, I oh, Titan Steelers. Yeah, I skipped that one on purpose. That was bad. We were <laughs> like, what, what? What did you want to say? What? What, yeah. what did we want to say about that? That, uh, that it was not worth it. are five out. and three. Matt Canada I, is biding his time. Like I don't know what you like. What, what do we want to say? Steelers 
Steelers are the most fraudulent five and three I've ever seen in my life. It's so bad that they find <laughs> ways to win because they don't deserve it. Um, <laughs> Seahawks Ravens. Like, do we even want to talk about it? Thirty-seven no, they, to three. They, they what what is there over. to say? What, they just got ran over, dude. That was bad. LeBron Ravens might actually, be the MVP right now. Ravens actually look like pretty good. They, they always do. They're a regular season team. I'd love to see them do well yeah. in the playoffs. I do like Lamar, but it just feels like every year they're a regular season team. Not counting last year because Lamar was hurt. But. I mean, Lamar did not play that great today. Um, he didn't have call, to. Call me crazy, but like, no, it, he it, didn't. He didn't have Lamar any. Lamar was not the reason they won today. Like, it, it was no. absolutely the everywhere else on that team. I think. But I mean, like, like I said, he he I didn't mean, have to. But, but you know who is struggling right now? Geno Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks look bad. Geno Smith is regressing. Um, it, it was never sustainable. C- call me crazy. I always, like day one, thought that his comeback player of the year was a fluke. I did not think he was going to keep it up. Um, I think the, he's better than most, like, you know, below average quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, sure. he definitely deserves to be the starter for Seattle. Well, yeah. Right? yeah. But, like, I, I don't think he's going to be a top 10 QB going forward. Like that, I think who even is their backup? Since you mentioned him starting, I'm just curious who their backup is. Isn't it Drew Lock or something? Oh, oh fuck! It is Drew Lock, yep. dude. It's it Big Cock Lock. Lock. I forgot. Yep, it's Drew Lock. <laughs> yeah, Drew Holy Lock no. is not seeing the the. Wait, bro, what are you talking about? Drew big Lock, cock, horse cock lock, baby. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I mean, what else is there to really talk about? That's most of the games. Um. Oh, did did we? Uh, I just found out about this today. Bill, you probably saw it. Uh, since we talked about Josh McDaniels getting fired, did you see that? Uh, that meeting that they held where they ripped into him. Yeah. The Raiders. Yep. And then Jesus. the writing kind of became. A, I mean, it, it just became a mess. That's yeah. the bottom line. It it just became a straight up mess. I mean, you alienate their car, you run them out of town, you start to alienate your best player in Devontae Adams, you give all that money to Hunter Renfro, and he's so. catching, like, two balls a game. I mean, it just became a disaster. But don't worry. Anytime Jacoby Myers touchdown will fucking hit any day of the goddamn week. Jesus Christ. Um, not the week that I put it down, buddy. Well, that's what I mean, dude. Like, the Raiders suck so much. Like, I, I would bet on, like, Josh Jacobs anytime touchdown and shit, and I'd watch Josh Jacobs go for, like, negative nine yards in a game. And it's like, holy hell, can we get some consistency? Um, and the fact that Devontae Adams has had two weeks in a row where, like, his he's caught, like, what, three balls, two balls the last two weeks? That's ridiculous. It's Devontae fucking Adams throwing the goddamn ball. Holy shit. I don't care who you've got at quarterback. Billy. Find number 17, throw him the goddamn ball, and see what happens. You, you, you want to know why he's so mad about this? Uh, week one in our one fantasy league, uh, I traded Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams for Jamar Chase and Jameer Gibbs. Getting burned so hard on it. So <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> like... Aaron Jones didn't play for five weeks for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Um, but I, I mentioned that team meeting because uh, for Mikey and Matt, I just want you to hear this report. 
before firing Josh McDaniels, the Raiders had a team meeting where players directed their frustration at McDaniels, McDaniels and unloaded on him. McDaniels Wait. had Antonio Pierce speak on his behalf, and Pierce brought up the Giants 07 team that beat the undefeated Patriots, explaining how that how that team believed they could beat anyone. Pierce said the Raiders need to have that mindset. The players all loved it, but McDaniels didn't. McDaniels told Pierce when everyone left, don't ever talk about the Patriots like that. That's when everyone saw how divided the building was when owner Mark Davis wanted Pierce as his head coach. So McDaniels was there, but he didn't speak. Yeah, he he wanted Pierce to speak on his behalf. What a pussy. That's wild. Crazy. So it was just him standing at the front of the room. I I guess. Like shitting on him. That's funnier. That's way funnier. They just had a public humiliation session where Josh McDaniels was... D- deserved, by the way. Absolutely I mean, deserved. yeah, they've been bad. That's funny, so... All right, man, um, what's happening in baseball? Yeah. Are we Talk done with football? Yeah, no, we, we talk about all the games. All right, so obviously big thing with baseball was the World Series. Now, I mean, just looking at the teams, the general population probably doesn't even know these that these teams even exist let alone, like, you know, want to even watch the World Series. But, I mean, Rangers won. It was a 4-1 series win. It was their first World Series championship in franchise history, so good for them. I mean, obviously they deserve it compared to any of the other teams in the AL. Like, Astros were looking good up until they faced the Rangers, but, like, not nah, like, Rangers deserved it compared to any other team. Um Corey Seager with another World Series MVP. Like, that guy was just... That guy always does good in the playoffs. I don't like how he swings at the first pitch every time he comes up to the plate. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, And this is a Rangers team that, like, dealt with injuries. Especially in the playoffs. Like, they... I mean, Garcia going out at, like, what, game three? Um, And then... Scherzer got injured, but he's he's getting old. So like, I mean, whatever. He he did pitch. Um, I mean, him coming back was good in the ALCS in the World Series. So that was good. Um, and the fact that like they did all this without the Grom was impressive to me because I thought like once the Grom was gone, that they they would take a step back and, and because their bullpen, especially in the regular season, was just not good. But they stepped it up in the playoffs. Like just. Overall, they stepped it up in the playoffs, so. And then they faced the Diamondbacks team that, like, reminds me of the Phillies of last year that just, I don't even think they realized that they shouldn't even have been close to where they were. Like, a six-seed team, their record was awful, like 84 wins. I was going to say, they had under 100 wins, right? Like, yeah, dude, like, they, they were one of, like, historically one of the worst regular season teams to make it to the World Series. So, I mean, right off the bat, I kind of had a feeling the Rangers were going to win. Um, They're off but, crazy, though, in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, like, the Diamondbacks, especially against the Dodgers, shocked me because, like, I knew the Dodgers had been getting weaker, especially with, you know, their starting pitching in – injuries and you know all that and they did make some trades in the offseason but like their offense the Dodgers offense was still like one of the best in the NL I mean with Mookie and Freddie Freeman and like Max Muncy and all them but like 
the play like the Dodgers in the playoffs are just like some of the biggest chokers ever. Like it's just it, they <laughs> Kershaw, like, oh my God. That See, game like, one outing. What I've been wondering and what I'm curious about though is who the nineteen fifty seven AL MVP was. Oh, uh, man. Dude, if you don't get this, I swear to God. Babe Ruth. Dude. Matt. 57. Matt. Mickey Mantle. Yes. <laughs> sure. Oh, I was thinking either Mickey Mantle or, like, somewhere, like... All right. Who do you think was runner-up? Uh, runner-up? Runner-up? This, it, it, it's uh, another... No, it's, it, it's another crazy good player, which is why I... Which is why uh, I'm hitting you with it. I'm curious if you'll get it. Was he on the Yankees? Um, I actually don't know who he played for. I just know the name. Sure. Uh, he played for the Red Sox. Oh, wait. He didn't play for the Red Sox at the time, though. Figure it out. You got this, Chief. Google harder. Or wait, yes, he did. It wasn't Carl Yastrzemski. I think that was a little... Too old. Uh, it, it it was Ted Williams. Ted Williams still around the fifties. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Um, who was the dude who won his third consecutive World Series with a different team? I read that. That I was Will Smith. It. Will Smith. Yeah. Oh. Will Smith's did... been all over the place. I don't I guess he divorced really... Jada then. Good yeah. Keep him. his wife's name out of your mouth, bro. Yeah. Fuck. Like Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? He... There's two of them. I know he popped off against like when he was on Wait, the Braves. He he pitched I, good, but actually, which Will Smith is it? Is it the pitcher or the catcher? The pitcher. The pitcher. Okay. Who does the catcher play for? I think. Wait, isn't the catcher the on the uh, Dodgers? I I don't know. I'm asking you. I think so. I think so. Um, but um, you're the baseball guy. I, I'm just blanking. I like the Dodgers <laughs> going back to them. Like they, they just biggest playoff chokers. But um, but yeah, Rangers good for them. Um, and then like the talking about those last three games. I mean, they it was just the Rangers offense just just popping up, especially yeah, especially in like the ninth inning of the last <clears throat> game. Like they did not need to like even really do what they did and score that many runs. But like it was just more insurance for them and. You know, good good for the Diamondbacks for making it that far, but like it it wasn't really even close. Um, oh, I want to get your thoughts on. Do you think the Do you think the Rangers have a shot at repeating? Do you think they'll be back in the World Series next year? Um, and like, they do definitely the Diamondbacks do anything next year, or are they gonna be a playoff team and get bounced? Or- well, the Diamondbacks, I think, are are still like they're they're a young team, so they're you know they're gonna keep doing good i don't they may do a little better than they they did this year regular season wise but like i mean the dodgers are still gonna be good the padres had an off year so they they're probably gonna be good it really depends in the nl west who gets otani because i really think otani's gonna be in the nl west next year um uh the yankees aren't in the nl west i just want to say that the yankees are not getting otani It's either going to be Dodgers or Padres and possibly Mariners. I think those are the three teams that are is like... Is he a free agent or is he still under yes, contract? Yes, he's a free agent. Okay. He's in the that's free what, agent. That's why I thought he was coming up to you. I doubt the Angels are going to re-sign him again. I think the Angels just need to move on and rebuild because the Angels are just... They're another failing franchise. They're 
fucking ruining Mike Trout's whole career. Um, they should have traded Otani. They should have because they actually could have gotten like. Yeah, some... now he's walking, and they're getting nothing for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, and the fact that Mike Trout is one for fourteen in his playoff career, and he's only played in like one playoff series, is just sad. And like, same for Trout. Know. They should have traded him too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they should have. I think they should have definitely built around Trout better, like, and even Otani. But I mean, it is what it is. I I don't think. I, I think the I think Angels, they need to sell out and go to uh, rebuild them. Joey yeah, Votto, they, at least. Joey Votto, yeah. Um, I guess we yeah, we can talk about that. The fact that I mean, the fact that he got released, I don't even know. I like he may retire. I don't know. I really don't see him on another team because I, 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 I think he wanted he, to play. I thought that was why they released him is because he still wanted to play and they didn't have room for him. Like he just didn't fit in there. Future team. Yankee, exactly. book it. I, I just don't see him playing for another team, but I mean, he's going he to the Yankees. To. He's a future I, Yankee. I, I don't know. Again, I, I like don't know. I, that's just what uh, the ESPN article said that I have, was reading. Okay. So, like, it just said Joey Votto got released, and the reason they let him go was because they didn't have room for him on the roster anymore. Like, he wasn't going to be part of the rotation the way he wanted to, and so they let him walk so he could find a team that would play him the way he wanted to. The Yankees. Yeah. I mean, honestly, good for the Reds, though, because they're probably going to be a team that is going to be winning the NL Central in the next couple of years. Um, and Poverty then going back, to, going back to um, the AL West, I think it's going to be in between the top three teams, the Astros, Rangers, and Mariners again. I think it's going to be – the race is going to be just as close as it was this year. Um, but the Rangers, I think they do definitely have a shot of, of repeating. Um I mean, I, f- I feel like it's crazy to not say the current champion doesn't have a shot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't know if they were, like, that good or if they were, it was, like, a fluke thing. But, like, I don't know. I feel like in seven-game series, it's very hard for it to be, like, super fluky, right? Because, like, you have to consistently win. I mean, the Dodgers won a World Series. Do we even count that? <laughs> no, no, no. That's what that's what we're saying. Is he's talking about flukes? I was like, well, the Dodgers won. I mean, the yeah. Giants won two Super Bowls. Call me crazy, but those are both. Yeah, who are they uh, against? Scripted. Yeah, he's scripted. Yeah, okay, buddy. Dude, if either of those games were scripted, it would be for the Patriots to go undefeated. Get out of here. No, nah, they had to tease. Them. What? What? What script? Sorry, involves I didn't get started on football. The like nine and seven no, Giants. No, no. Uh, that's all I really have to say for baseball, though. We can move on to basketball. Um, yeah, I, I don't have too much because we're kind of like in the middle of the midseason tournament, which is one of the things I want to talk about. A lot of players don't like a lot of the like stuff I've been reading is like the players are just confused as what the hell it is. Dude, like, my my favorite, I, 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 I saw the interview. I, don't, I forget who it was. Bones Highland. It was just like, dude, I don't even know what the hell's going on. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they did a bad job explaining. I don't know like how the NBA handled it, but yeah, apparently like no one knows what the hell it is. He's like, man, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I'm just going out there and playing. Like, I, I will say the courts are fucking ugly. Oh my god, <laughs> but they look like the uh, two two K. Uh, yeah, no, player it looks created like some dude thirteen year old made online for two for two K my team. They're like, they're just bad. So are the city jerseys. 
The city jerseys this year are awful. Memphis looks like a barcode. And then Golden Hold on, State, I have to see this. Hold on a second. I, I got to see this. No, the, no, no, no. The Jazz, the Jazz and the Timberwolves, I think, have good ones. They're still mid. They're just bad compared to, like, previous years. Pacers have some... I, I think it's, the Pacers, too. The Pacers is okay. I don't like them. I don't like most of them this year. Like, I, I'm really not a fan. The Knicks look so stupid, dude. Oh, my Wait, God. what is the Memphis one? What the... It's, yeah, it looks like a fucking barcode. I want to say it looks like a barcode. It's just the left side of it. It's looks weird. like it's just got like moon runes on it. What the hell does that say? Look up Golden States. Golden States is so dumb. Golden State City. It's, it like starts like off to the side and wraps up. It's like curved. Oh, wait, it's like not even straight and it looks unintentional. It looks like someone fucked up the printing press when doing it. It's so bad. The one with the flower on it? No. No, that's the only one that's coming up. That's what I looked up. I said Golden State City jersey. Yeah, sure. Twenty twenty-three. It's the first. It's literally the first thing that comes up. The one that says San Francisco on it. Yeah, it's black and yellow. Says yeah, that's and it's like wobbles. In, it's supposed to look like the bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge. That's like. Um, all right, quick team rundown though. We'll we'll go quick for this. Uh, Suns, they they struggled. They struggled this week. Two back-to-back losses to future and uh, rookie of the year, Victor Webmanyama. Um, the one was an absolute meltdown by the Jerk him off. That was a fraudulent bullshit. one. The second one, Webmanyama just had 38 on Durant's head. Like, it was crazy. Like, he just didn't stand a chance. Um, they had a bounce back tonight, though. They they beat up on the, Pel- the Pistons a little bit. But Pistons are poverty, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I want to give a quick... Quick rip to uh, CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum had a collapsed lung tonight. Um, and he was having a pretty good game, too. He scored 13 straight points for him. Um, we hope for a quick recovery on that one because I love watching CJ McCollum ball. Another team I want to talk about a little bit more in depth, though, because uh, obviously the Suns haven't had Bradley Beal yet, so I, I can't really fully judge that team. Uh, the Bucks. I think the Bucks start to turn on panic mode a little bit. Uh, Damian Lillard and Giannis, either one of them goes off, but not both are going off together. And we're still seeing Chris Middleton not turn it back on yet. He hasn't, like, turned the corner post-injury still. Uh, Also, they're currently ranked 29th in total defense and 22nd in total offense. Now That's shitty. Yeah. Now, that's a Bucks team that finished in the top five in both categories last season. Call me crazy, but that's a little concerning. Um, Giannis has definitely struggled to get to the basket a lot more. Teams are kind of packing the paint a little bit on them, so they're slide. They're basically, they're just taking their back rotation guy and sticking them in there because they're saying, "I don't give a shit who's in the corner if it's Wesley Matthews or um, Dame," because Dame's shooting twenty nine percent from the three point line this year. That's not going to get it done. They're just not putting together a complete game enough. And then, and then they'll just foul Giannis on the three line because they know he'll just brick three three straight free throws. He's never been a good free throw shooter. It still yeah. pisses me off. I don't know if you guys have any opinions on the Bucks, but I'm concerned at this point uh, for them. I know they'll be. I fine think the Celtics have the East. Well, we're going to talk about the Celtics. We're going to talk about. Them. I think the uh, Pacers are looking great, right, Mikey? Uh, Tyrese Halliburton's looking really good for them. 
he just had a really good game. But overall, they're 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 going to be a playoff team, I think. But they're not going to be super crazy. Um, yeah, I mean the Celtics, they absolutely look like the runaway favorite to take the East this season. Uh, them adding Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis, I was not a believer. I didn't think that was going to mesh well. Uh, Chris Kristaps has slid perfectly into the third scoring option on that team, allowing Tatum to really like go into his bag this season. He's played phenomenal. His game's still expanding. Um, I love the way he's got handles. He can post up, and he can guard the four. As an undersized four, he's only 6'7", 6'8", but he can guard the four pretty well. Um, I think it's either him or Luka that are going to win MVP, honestly. Uh, it'll it'll very much depend on how the Mavericks finish. Because Luka, yeah, will have the numbers, but, like, damn, that Mavericks team, like, fails to make the playoffs too consistently. Um, and then talking about in the other conference, the West, the Nuggets are absolutely going to win that. They're going to get yeah. the first seed in that division. Uh, area in that conference. I mean, goddamn, they look really good. Michael Porter Jr. had a good game tonight. He had 27. Jokic just moved into tied for fourth all time with 107 triple doubles. Uh, and he almost had one tonight. He was a uh, one. Oh, he'll break the away. record. Yeah, no, he'll, he'll, he'll move into third this season, but he was, he almost had it tonight, uh, which was really good. Um, I mean, that, that team looks so well oiled and they just picked up right where they left off after that championship. Uh, I don't see anyone giving them any real trouble. I think the Grizzlies are doing great. We're gonna, we're gonna get to them. I have some bottom team, bottom teams to talk about. I don't know if you guys have any opinions on the Nuggets or any of their players, but damn, dude, I think they're Nuggets Celtics Finals. Maybe I think they're legit. Just resigning myself to the fact that the Sixers are probably gonna be bounced in the second round again. Oh. I think they're I mean, gonna be bounced in the first round this year. Actually, I'm just glad that the James Harden saga is finally over and yeah mikey how have you not talked Thomas about Max. that james harden to the clippers <laughs> I, I, i'm getting there i have a progression oh. of things i wanted to talk about you, you sounded like you were almost done because we were going to get to the la teams last i wanted to talk about the black because i have two separate things to say about the la teams um so like you said matt the grizzlies look fantastic i mean only winless teams so far in the nba after two weeks uh really good this just validates my point at the beginning of the season. Uh, without John Morant, that team can't win. I said it when Rajiri was on the podcast. That team cannot win without John Morant. He is the catalyst for that offense. Jaron Jackson Jr. cannot be the offensive player you need him to be. And they will be lucky to win 12 or 13 games by the time John Morant's suspension is over. And, like, they'll be fine once he comes back. But, like, it just proves that, like, they are not going to be real contenders this season. They'll probably finish, like, third seed or something stupid because they'll go on, like, a ridiculous run. But they are absolutely pretenders. They are not for real in the race. I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you lose your top shooter. What happens when you pull a gun out twice? On I already made one. that joke. Um, I do want to talk about some early MVPs. <laughs> He's their top uh, shooter. He is, yeah. Keep you... Um, bang bang bitch Steph die Curry, Luka Doncic and Jokic are easily leading the MVP race right now I mean 
Luca Where's it Luca is outscoring the so Luca has the most points uh <laughs> so far through two weeks and I think he has like a forty or fifty point lead on like the next guy, which is Steph Curry. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> sure. What Luca's doing right now in Dallas is unreal and it's crazy because like they're they're probably gonna lose tonight to the Hornets. They are four and one, um, but it's solely on Luca's shoulders. They're too depend. Like Kyrie's been pretty bad. Uh, I know he had a good game two nights ago, but overall, Kyrie's not been playing super well. They still have zero big men, zero fucking big man on that roster who can guard Jokic. So like that's their whole problem. Is I don't give a shit how many points Luca scores, because put any big man on the Mavericks right now on Jokic. And he has 180 points. He'll shatter Magic Johnson's record. I promise you. It, it won't even be close. Uh, we already talked about the Spurs. Spurs are actually doing way better than I thought this season. I mean, goddamn. I didn't, I didn't actually think they would uh, be like semi-competitive in basketball games this season. Because they have two first-round picks next year. Um, so they very easily could have just like said, we're going to tank this year. We're going to let Wemby do his thing, get rookie of the year. And then, you know, go after whoever the hell they wanted to. Cause I, honestly, I think they need a point guard is like their biggest need right now. Um, and retooled for next year to come back more competitive. Once Wemby Nyama has like a season to adjust, but they're playing well. I like it. Finally, we'll get to the big news, right? Uh, yes, James Harden was traded to the Clippers. Um, Sixers got a haul. I mean, they got a bunch of players. They got two first-round picks, a future pick swap. Uh, does this make me think the Sixers are contenders? Hell no. Hell no, dude. Oh, my God. Tobias Harris as a, your second fiddle is crazy. Tyrese Maxey's going to be fine, but the problem is Embiid's going to want too much of a target share. Bro, what about Mike Scott? He's not on the goddamn team anymore. He's not in the NBA anymore. Holy what do you fuck. Mean? You bring him up every week, and I tell you this every goddamn week. He's not in the fucking NBA anymore. Holy shit. No, <laughs> wait, but like, wait, what are you talking about? Seriously, though, I, Tyrese Maxey, they need to build around him. They need to start building around Tyrese Maxey. He, he is absolutely unreal. And, like, I hate to say it, but, like, I don't know how many more years of Embiid I can like sit through and watch. I he takes bad shots a lot of the time, and it like just piss, like he's such an offensive like clog. He'll get the ball in the high post, stand for eight seconds, and then take two dribbles and pull up with a contested post as like a fucking like six ten dudes guarding his face. And it's like I, I get it. Like you think you're the best player on that team. But, like, move the fucking basketball, please. For God's sakes, just pass the ball. Like, just once. Set a screen. Do something. You're saying all this, but he's winning MVP this year. He's literally not. He had a fragile MVP. Every time I see him do that stupid-ass high high fucking pump fake and someone bites on it, I'm like, he's never shooting that. He ain't shooting that. That high-ass pump fake is so bullshit, it's so easy to read. Like, it pisses me off that people even think he's shooting on that one. He'd um, still score on you. But yeah, back to back to James Harden. Sorry. Back to James Harden. Does this make the Clippers legit? No. In my opinion, no. What it does is it signals that this is their last-ditch effort to make the PG and Kawhi trade work. They are all in. 
they put their chips on the table. They said, we don't care what happens. It's this season or bust right now. And like, I 100% agree with the move. They had to do it. They had to do it. They, it. It's been four years now, and they made the conference finals once and got absolutely washed by the Nuggets. They have shown no ability to win clutch basketball games. And like Kawhi and PG averaged 38 games together a season. Like, that's bad. Um, I hope they look competitive this season. They played pretty well so far, but we'll see once James Harden gets fully integrated into that offense what's happened. Uh, I'm a little concerned for like players like Terrence Mann um, and Bones Highland, who I think are really good young players who are now going to get pushed to the bench in favor of them. Uh, I almost think it's better if Westbrook comes off the bench as the sixth man to lead the charge in on, on that uh, on that uh, second group because they do need a leader on that second group who can like take charge of the ball and do something. But I think they'll be competitive in the West. I think they'll definitely make the playoffs as like a fifth, sixth seed. They could climb to a four maybe, uh, but I, I don't consider them real threats to like the Warriors or even the Suns or the Nuggets. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on on this trade, what it does for their chances or anything. I just like how they made that rule where they can't you can't sit star players, and it was literally based off of Kawhi and Paul should be George. called the Kawhi rule. Hundred yeah. percent should be called the Kawhi rule, in, in my opinion. <laughs> um, and then if we go to the other LA team, uh, yeah, they're they're pretenders. I don't I don't believe in them. I know they had a good week this week with LeBron and D'Lo and Anthony Davis going off, but if they're going to keep LeBron like under thirty minutes a game, like they happen, uh, Anthony Davis isn't going to do shit to carry that team. I I don't think he can. Um, their their bench unit also is one of the like worst in the league. It's really depleted. Like they 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 have to rely so heavily on some like lower names to go off for them. D'Lo's not necessarily a low name, but like he has not been as explosive as like I would have thought he was on that team. Um, LeBron is averaging thirty five minutes a game, buddy. Now he yeah yeah, yeah. no 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 now he is. He's only he's been only thirty here. once. He 100 has not been under 31. It was his first what game. What are his recent minutes? I'm pretty sure, like the first week, he was under 30 every game. Uh oh. First week first was game? 29, then 35, no then way. 39. Did they have like? I'm looking at it right now. Three games though. That's this week. No, that was week one. Week one they played three. Week two they played three. Whatever. Either way, they're yeah. Le but like LeBron needs to play way more than that. Playing 30. He played 42. Uh, their second they most went to recent OT. game. Oh. They went to OT. Uh, it, but I mean, no, you're you're not wrong. It is close like, to 30. I just wanted to they, point out that it is under if, 30. If they're going to keep LeBron on a minutes restriction like that, like someone else has to step up. And I don't see who does that on that roster. Like, I think that roster is just not that good to do that. Um, I don't think they're bad, but like, goddamn, you know, 37-year-old LeBron's your leading scorer. Like, He's 38, actually, buddy. Yeah. Sure. Like, it doesn't matter either way. You, you, the point I'm making is, like, you can't have those things happen and, like, you rely on LeBron to have 30-plus a night to win. Like, it's just, he's not gonna, he's not that same player anymore. He's really good still. He's a freak of goddamn nature. Tom Brady could do it in football. LeBron can do it in basketball, but... Uh, basketball you know, is way more physical. Um, But Brady was only playing half the snaps, right? He didn't play defense. LeBron's playing defense. That's fair. So 
<clears throat> it's the, it's just not the same recipe, you know. I I don't know. I don't, I don't like the Lakers this season. That's what I'm trying to say. I think they're not it. Teams that need to trade trade players, the Timberwolves, dude. Holy shit, the Timberwolves suck ass. Oh my god, the Gobert experience. Can we just call it a failure at this point? Oh my god, dude. It it is embarrassing watching that team play basketball. Carl Anthony Town. I watched him airball a floater from five feet. Dude, you're seven feet tall. Rudy Gobert yeah. with the mic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID boy. That was insane. <laughs> Rudy Gobert's so good at defense, he shut down the NBA. And <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> single sentence, shut down the entire league. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget that day. I, I was. They, neither will I. I was, uh, I was at, um, the ale house in uh Myrtle Beach. I dude, I, I was literally at Dunham's. We were like I was getting ready to go home and like I just remember getting the notification and I go, What the hell? The NBA just shut down? <laughs> I got like six notifications about like Rudy Gobert was like, Oh, he's out with the illness and it's oh he's set to play and then it was he's out with an illness again and then it was he was he tested positive for COVID. That was the craziest sequence of events. Oh, yeah, no, it was crazy. That was all within, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. No. He went from out to in to out to making the entire league out. Because they were playing the Grizzlies. They were playing the Grizzlies that night. And, like, I just remember, like, they the Grizzlies went out to warm up. Yeah, that was a weird one, too. Yeah. Went back to the locker room. And then the next thing you know is the, the NBA announces that the game's canceled. And then they come back out again. And they announced that everything's been postponed. And I was like, what the hell just happened? Imagine yeah. being at that game. That must have felt surreal. That, yeah, that was insane. That, that was literally crazy. Um, any, anything else you have to add? Uh, Draymond got hurt today, but it, it looks like he'll be fine. You got kicked uh, in the balls, didn't he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. By Jared Allen. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, he Donovan Mitchell's it. looked pretty Sorry. good this season. Donovan Mitchell's been playing well for the Cavs, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, um, it's still early, so like none of these games really mean like a goddamn thing at this point. Teams are still feeling each other. Oh, I will. I will add that the Knicks are fucking sorry. Julius Randle's out here shooting tour dates. I saw that his last five games are fucking. It was three ten. 315, 410, 415, 515. I was wondering what you meant by tour day. He's going on tour, apparently. Those are his dates, dude. Holy fuck. It was so. He's such a sorry player, and they need to get rid of him at this point, but they can't because they're so locked into him. I I was like, where are you going with this? (laughs) No, like, literally, it was the. I was like, how is it in order like that, too? It was dumb. Yeah, I was. I don't know. They're sorry. They're going to. They're a first round and out team again this year. Oh, actually, I did forget one team. Dude, the Heat are the worst team in the East this season. One season after being a finals contender, they're literally the worst team in the East. Right I don't now. know if I would say the worst team in the East. I mean, like. Record wise. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, just based off of, like, non record wise, I'd say the Wizards. 
I think, oh, oh, sorry, the Heat won tonight, so they're technically now tied for uh, second to last. The Wizards only have one win, but they were tied with the Wizards previous to this. Wizards just suck. Like, I mean, they're always the worst team, I feel like. Or, like, them in the pit or the Pistons or something. Jordan Poole's just out there chucking up 30 shots a game for no reason. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. He's just out there shooting the ball to shoot the ball. Like, he's just trying to drop 60 a night, and, like, honestly, I'm there for it. Did, did you guys – oh, did you guys see the highlight where he was in the corner – he shot it and turned around like Steph did in uh, 2019. He tried to do the Steph Curry. And, and then he ab- missed. Absolutely yeah, he missed. threw it off the backboard, dude. It was fucking hilarious. It was so good. I was like, yes, this is what I'm here for. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. They're, I mean, that's why, they, that's why they've been making the trades, right? They, they're building for the future. They know they're not. That's why they traded Beal. They know they're not competing anytime soon. At least they're not pretending. Finally. Yeah. No, it took it, him it, long it, enough. I was going to say, they should have traded Beal three fucking years ago. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, dude. That, that was always the biggest story with them. It's like, why did they hang on to Bradley Beal as long as they did? Oh, well, it made no sense to give him the max contract, too. That, right? too. They yeah. doubled down on it, too. You, exactly. Like, oh, fuck all exactly. you guys. Exactly. You compound the problem. It's like, you know what can make it worse than being in a bad cap situation with losing basketball? Giving our be- giving our only player a max untradeable contract, basically. Sure, why not? Um, luckily, they had the Suns take that on, so that's cool. Uh, oh, the Bulls. The Bulls need to stop pretending. Like ship Vucevic to a team that's competing, please, and like just start just start packing it in. Like they are so bad. Lonzo Ball has not played a basketball game in four seasons, and I tell you what, he probably doesn't play another one in his career. His knees are not gonna recover. Um, I, I just I don't know what to I don't know what to say about them. They're just bad. They just don't uh, play. Keep going. I'm just gonna be right back real quick. Sure. Uh oh, the Nets. Oh, we have to talk about Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons had a really good week. Uh, he actually upped his scoring. He averaged seven points this week. Uh, now that's up from uh 4.6 week one so uh shout out ben simmons (laughs) way to keep it going baby we love this the sixers can't draft like besides Embiid, that's it i mean trust the process baby uh (laughs) he's the only one left of the process (laughs) Uh and it has amounted to zero championships and zero uh, uh, zero, com- zero finals appearances and one conference finals appearance, where Kawhi Leonard said, "Nope, fuck you, my turn." The, the, oh, that wasn't even the conference final. That wasn't even the. Oh conference no, that was the, semis, that was the conference yeah. semifinal. That was the semis. That's right. Holy shit, dude! Oh my god. Yeah. I forgot they have zero conference finals appearances. They literally just can't do shit. They haven't been to the conference final since AI. I forgot they're like permanently grounded to the. But AI round. stepped over Tyron Lue in the final. Dude, oh my god. That's the last time the Sixers have made a conference final. Yeah, holy sh- Wow. Yeah, trust the process into the ground, I guess. Sure. Yep. Um, all I know is I think if the Sixers don't go deep in the playoffs this year, I think they fired Doc Rivers. I think Daryl Morey has to go. I, 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 think they, I think they have to, like, start over. I think you trade Embiid. I think you start over because you got to build around Maxi And Embiid's going to be turning 30 next year you're only going to lose value on them well at least they already got a head start on the head <laughs> on the head coaching they at least 
got rid of Doc Rivers finally. Thank oh, God. yeah, yeah. Fuck, they did get rid of Rivers, yep. didn't they? I forgot about that. Yeah, they have uh, Nick Nurse now. Yeah, we'll see. Nick Nurse got really lucky. He came onto the scene right as Kawhi came to the Raptors. Uh -huh. and, like, after Kawhi left, the Raptors looked bad. And, like, it was like, oh, is Nick Nurse a good coach or was Kawhi just that good of a player? Uh, that question has yet to be answered still because the Raptors still just look bad. But, yep. um, I don't know. We'll see if he turns it around. Uh, what else? Oh, you know what's surprising? The Orlando Magic are currently sitting as the four seed in the East. Uh, I know it's early, so, like, none of it really matters, but they've won, like, two games in a row and like it's not like they they have the it's not like they're playing like oh we we won when big name players aren't playing um franz wagner's averaging 20 palo bencaro's averaging 17 for them um i think mo wagner's shooting something like 60 percent or 65 percent which is like ridiculous um forget who who was their last game against uh i think they're playing the clippers tonight like right now or they were playing the clippers yeah they were playing the clippers um but yeah i mean i don't know oh they beat the lakers right or no they lost the lakers that's right they should have beat the lakers i forgot about that that made me so bad they were up three against the lakers a couple nights ago and i watched I watched, um, oh my god, what the hell is his name? Um, shit, who's their backup point guard? I watched their point guard basically throw two turnovers back-to-back, -back, and it led to two Lakers threes to win the game, and I was like, that's so stupid, but yeah. I, I would just like to point out that Mikey said he has not much to talk about for basketball and then went on a half an hour rant. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I got really, I got really agitated about you talking about. He got very got... like hard because he likes basketball. Yeah, I mean, Chet Holmgren is it... really good. Oh, no, we're back. Final I was thought. gonna ask if we have any more. Final thought is Chet Holmgren's really good. Chet um, Holmgren needs to gain forty pounds, and he's probably top ten in the league. But then you can't call him the Twin Towers. Dude. <laughs> or the thin towers sorry thin towers thin towers thin towers i fucked that one up sorry, 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 sorry. we finally got our intro i was wondering when we were gonna get the intro thin towers um billy do you have anything to talk about anything you want to mention it could be from any sport it could be like college football or anything i mean if not it's not that big of a deal yeah i mean obviously obviously it was a great pretty interesting week in college football as well too um Michael Penix Jr. is probably going to win the Heisman. Um, Caleb Williams is has... fraudulent. No. Well, <laughs> it, he's he's had to carry that USC team on his back. And, you know, fortunately, USC finally uh, canned Alex Grinch. Um, somebody, I saw a thing on Twitter, and it was like a really good point. It's like never a good thing when fans know the defensive coordinator of a college who's never been a head coach. So the fact that everyone was like clamoring for USC to fire their defensive coordinator tells you all you need to know about the job he's been doing. Um, you know, the first college football playoffs rankings came out. I, I don't have a problem with Ohio State being number one because they had beaten, at the time, two top 15 teams. Now, Notre Dame obviously isn't going to be top 15 anymore, but at the time, it was two top 15 teams. 
Georgia didn't even beat one top 25 team. Um, now they do have a, a top win in Missouri, and they'll probably eventually get to number one. Um, and then, obviously, all the mess going on with Michigan's sign stealing. It was funny. I don't know if you guys saw Rutgers against Ohio State with four people basically dressed like the Teletubbies, all giving signals at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, funny. The, the, the four colored shirts on the sideline was good. Um, Ohio dude, State could eat my ass. Notre Dame is like the most fraudulent team to ever exist in my life. Like, I, I don't understand how year in and year out they just lose to like opponents they should not lose to. Mm-hmm. Like they'll Because they're not games. good. No, but they'll compete in games which will make you – it'll convince you, like, oh, Notre Dame's going to be good this year, right? They'll start off hot. They'll win some games that you think matter. They competed against Ohio State this year. That was a close-ass game. And then they lose to, like, unranked Clemson. And, like, oh, my God. Who did they – Louisville they lost to, I think, a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, who the hell did mm-hmm. they lose? Yeah, it was Louisville, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it, they're such a weird team. I don't know. Uh, then you've got, you know, Penn, uh, I will, I will, I do have to give props to Penn State this week. Uh, they did kind of, you know, put up some numbers. I think they put up what, like fifty or something like that. Yeah, they but we'll see how one. they do against Michigan because that's gonna make or break their season. Yeah, this they're is gonna the big flat one. Line. They're gonna flatline, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fade Penn State so hard in that. I don't, who has Michigan beat this year? Like seriously though. Like have they beaten any top twenty-five teams? Michigan, nope. uh, Michigan does not have a top twenty-five win right now. Drew, so Drew I Adler's mean, knees are quaking. See, Drew Adler. Yeah, was it Adler? Aller? Aller? Oh, sure. I don't know. Jesus. Whatever the fuck. His um, name is. he's quaking in his boots over there, over there in Happy Valley. I don't know. I think it's possible that Penn State could pull it out. I, I kind of have to say least. that, but it's just incredible that Penn State at least still has a chance to make the Big Ten title game. But obviously, they need uh, quite quite a bit to happen. Yeah. Um, what other big matchups do we have next week? What are, what are the big games? I know Penn State plays Michigan next week. We need Michigan to lose to Penn State, and then Michigan to beat Ohio State. And then Penn State will somehow win the tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, we got Utah Washington. That'll be that should be a good one. I mean, Washington's been fun to watch. I mean, yeah. uh, like I said, Michael Penix Jr. is probably the front runner right now for the Heisman. Washington can very well make the playoffs. Um, Ole Miss Georgia. I was going to say Georgia Ole Miss is going to be a fun one. The the SEC title game is pretty much set, though. It's going to be Georgia-Alabama, and even the Pac-12 title game probably feels like it's going to be Oregon against Washington. So the the piece of the puzzle are already kind of starting to come together with the playoffs. Um, We'll just see if, you know, Georgia wins out, gets to the playoffs. Ohio State-Michigan winner will probably get there. Florida State obviously has a really good shot, so... You know, figuring out the playoff puzzle is going to be uh, going to be fun, and the final year of the the four year playoff. And I'm, I know a lot of people are probably saying, "Thank God!" I'm, I'm definitely excited to see the twelve team playoff next year. I am. I, I think it'll be sick. 
I'm really excited mm. for it. Uh, uh, I'm excited points. for it too because I'll finally see Penn State in the playoffs. No, they'll sit like 15. Just uh, if <laughs> if they do, I'm gonna wrap my car around a tree. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think college basketball starts tomorrow. I think yes, the, it does. The first round of games tomorrow. Um, I don't think there's any like crazy crazy ones because usually I think Duke's playing like Dartmouth or something, so they should kick the shit out of them. I think they'll kick their teeth in. Uh, one team, I think Purdue's going to be crazy this season. I know they're ranked pretty high, but, like, I don't know. I I think I think they only lost, like, a couple kids last year. So what team's Bronny on? Bronny. USC. USC. Was he finally out of high school? Yeah. Oh. He's in, yeah, he's in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, Villanova always seems to sneak up, but they lost a lot last year. Like they lost a big chunk of their players, so I don't know. I don't know where they'll end up, but you know, obviously, like I think the rankings favor like the same four teams every goddamn year, right? Like you got Kansas at one, yeah. Duke at two. I imagine Kentucky's probably three or some stupid shit. I think Michigan State's four. Um, yeah. It's literally exactly what that was. Uh, actually, produced three. Produced three this year. And mm-hmm. You got like UConn, Tennessee. Yeah. It, 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 we'll see. Houston, uh, Houston, I think, has a real chance again this year. They looked really strong last year, and I think they'll be strong again this year. Um, I don't know. How, I, I don't know if you guys like closely follow college basketball during the regular season. Nope. Not really at all. It's actively my favorite sport, college basketball specifically. Oh, you know, I'll definitely be going through college basketball for sure. Um, yeah, obviously Purdue is going to be up there with Zach Eady. Yeah. Um, Kansas is understandably number one. I mean, they got they got the kid from Michigan who was arguably the number one player uh, in the portal. Um, so they're certainly going to be up I there. Forgot he tra- I forgot he transferred there. Yep, transferred from Michigan to Kansas. So that's one of the reasons why Kansas is number one. And obviously I think um, a team that a lot of people are going to be keeping their eye on is Florida Atlantic. Um, you know, a team that obviously brought back just about everybody from a team that was literally like a bucket away from making Dude. the national title game last season. That would have been so hype. Um, yeah, that would have been crazy to see a, a team like Florida Atlantic in the title game. And let's remember, too, they're in a better conference now, too. They move, they're now in the uh, the American Athletic this season. Uh, well, really, about half the conference USA is, is is now in the American Athletic. I mean, North Texas went up there, uh, Rice, I think Texas San Antonio, there, there was a bunch of them mo- moving up there. Um, obviously, this is certainly going to be an interesting season similar to football in that it's the last season before of course all, all, the, all the all the realignment so you know like the Pac-12 certainly is going to be interesting with all, all those teams I mean USC is a top 25 team um, and then, you know of course the small schools Gonzaga St. Mary's are, are going to be up there um, Marquette don't forget about Marquette I mean, yeah Mar- Mar- Marquette's top five so there's there uh and then i think st john's too is another team that obviously a lot of people are going to have their eye on now that rick patino 
uh, is the head coach there. Uh, Ed, Ed Cooley, it's, that's going to be one that's going to be weird to wrap my head around, too, is Ed Cooley at Georgetown now after all those years at Providence. So that's going to be a... Uh, that's going to be interesting to see. And then Tobin Anderson, uh, speaking of Rick Pitino, we'll see how he does now at Iona after, of course, being the darling last season at uh, at Fairleigh Dickinson. So, yeah, it should be a really interesting college basketball season. Um, the one thing I hope they don't do, because I know there have been rumblings with these like new rules that came out with like um, how many teams they can have in like the tournament or whatever, that like 25% rule, whatever. I really hope they don't expand the NCAA tournament. Or if they do, I hope they don't expand it too much. I mean, if they go to like 96 or something, that's just going to feel like really saturated. I, I think it's like fine. You know. I think top 64 is fine. Right? Yeah. Like well, 68, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, 64 was always, uh, a, a, well, I mean, it was 64 up until 2001 when the Mountain West became a thing. And then instead of just taking away an at-large, they just added the extra team. So that's how we got that old opening round game that we used to have between the bottom two at-larges and now, you know, the 68 team that we uh, that, that we know and love. But, yeah, I'm excited for college basketball season. I think it should be a, a really good one and certainly a Ooh. very up-in-the-air one, as it and, usually uh... is. Duke got Cooper Flag to commit. I saw. Uh, yes, last they did. Week. Yeah, they, that's a big commit. Uh, big commit for class of twenty-five. He, he's a freak. He's a freak. Um, I mean, dude's dude's like a foot taller than his competition. So like, you know, you don't get mm-hmm. a great like sampling against him. But I mean, from what I from what I've seen of him play, um, yeah, he looks he looks pretty good. So I think that's a big win for duke obviously like attracting big talent um but yeah i i don't know I, i'm really excited for this college basketball season i'm i'm like ready to like absorb as much as i can because uh, mm-hmm. when i predict the perfect bracket i am Shut quitting up. my job and moving <laughs> anywhere else bro didn't you come like next to last this year didn't in you, like, our, put the house our... on Penn State to lose in the 64? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's what I thought, yes, buddy. Yes, I did. I, I put... Know your role. Shut up. $50 on Penn State to lose in the yeah. round of 64. Know your role. Shut up. Sad. They're, it's okay, because I'll fade Penn State again this season. They won't even make it. So they, they're not going to make it this season. But, uh, yeah. They're winning I don't know. it all. Um, anything else? All right, so thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Bi- Billy, if you wanna, if you wanna plug any socials, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Is there, um, is there so, anything you wanna plug? Yeah, um, yeah. Thanks, guys, for having me on. So I'm I'm on Twitter at Billy underscore Setti, R I C C E T T E. Um, that's my username on Threads as well too. I'm starting to be a little more active on threads as well, since that's sort of kind of picking up steam. Um, you can find my work over at Jets Wire, um, NFL 33, and um, maybe soon I'll be doing some of my college basketball work as well on kind of my own personal site, the Bracketology Corral. But uh, Jets Wire right now is uh, is my big one. That's obviously been very exciting for me with how 
um, insane the Jets season has, has been so far. Um, but yeah, that's that's about where you can find me. Uh, loved having you on. Please come on, Morb. We'd love to have Billy back. Uh, we'll put we'll put links to his latest article on Jetswire and uh, links to all his socials uh, in the description of the podcast and uh, on our Instagram as well. Um, Appreciate it, guys. It was it was phenomenal having you. We love talking about football with you. I know it's been a while since I've seen you. I know Brett's yeah. probably seen you more recently, but it was awesome to see you again. Yeah, it was great um, to see you guys too. Any final closing remarks, Billy? Yeah, it was a lot of fun to catch up with you guys, and uh, it was a lot of fun to do this. So thank you guys so much for having me on. And yeah, definitely, definitely we'll do this again sometime. It was a lot of fun. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This was the Get On It podcast. Catch you guys next week. Have a good week.